Ustaz, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa'alaikum assalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'arafat. Jazakallahu khair to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Riyaz Hussain. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbish rahli swadri wayasilli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla our focus is on Surah 32, Surah Sazda, which is famously known as Surah Alif Lamim Sazda. This Surah Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would recite in Fajr Salat on Fridays, and today is a Jumu'ah Friday, in the first rakat, MashaAllah, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa used to read the surah. And in the second rakat, surah to Dahar, that is chapter number 76 of the Noble Quran. I was last week in Pretoria, and there the Imam Sab, MashaAllah, read this very surah in the first rakat. Likewise, when I was in Medina Munawwara as well, a few weeks ago, we find the Imams up there also read it. So it is sunnah for the Imams to read the surah in the first rakat of the Fajr Salat only on a Friday and surah Dahar, also known as surah Insan in the second rakat. And likewise, it is sunnah to read it at night also after Maghrib of Tisha, any time before we sleep. So we should try and make that a ma'amul and a habit as well. Almighty Allah Jalla reminds us that this Quran Sharif was revealed piecemeal by Almighty Allah Jalla And Almighty Allah created the heavens, the earth, the entire creation in six days. Started on a Saturday, completed on a Thursday, as mentioned in Sahih Muslim, and on Friday, Almighty Allah Jalla created the masterpiece, Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam. And remember by Almighty Allah, Miqdaruhu al-fasanatim mimma ta'uddun. One day of yours, remember by Almighty Allah, is equivalent to thousand years of yours. So one day by Allah wa inna yawman inda rabbika al-fisadatim mimma ta'uddun. So it shows that 6,000 years. So some ulama have made that tafsir as well. Wallahu alam all mati Allah jalla wala knows the best. Remember we belong to the ahlu sunnah wal jama'ah and all mati Allah tells us قُلْ يَتَوَفَّاكُمْ مَلَكُ الْمَوْتِ الَّذِي هُكِّلَ بِكُمْ ثُمَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ تُرْجَعُونَ The angel that gives you death, remember his name is Malakul Maut, and he comes with an entourage, and then he, exting- and he extracts our ruh, our soul, our spirit. Now people say that it happens in this country, that country, this continent, that continent. So you take the sun, S-U-N, there's only one sun, 
but millions and billions of people are taking benefit from it simultaneously. So that is the power of all Allah. How the sun from there its radiance goes to different parts of the world simultaneously. So in Malakul Maut, you must remember he and his entourage with the power of Allah are extracting the ruh and removing the ruh of people. Hence there is no objection. objection. Now we see the non-Muslims on that day, the day of justice. It is the day of Qiyamah, Maliki, Omiddin, the day of justice. So what will be their condition, the non-Muslims? They will be hanging their heads in shame. And they will be saying, Rabbana, Absarna, Wasami'na, Farji'na. O oh Allah, we have seen the truth. O oh Allah, we have heard the truth. O oh Allah, we beg you, please send us back here in this world. We will do the good deeds. Inna muqinun. Remember, we have the firm conviction. Almighty Allah's answer. Kalla nay. You are the ones that used to mock at the day of Qiyamah. Mock the message and the messengers. Hence you must taste the punishment of this day because you conveniently forgot it. And then they'll be dispatched to Jahannam and there is a Sajda Ayat here. Honorable Imams, Honorable Muslims, O esteemed listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International and of Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, the ninth of Jumad al-Ukhra, fourteen forty, we should by heart and memorize these two Sunnah du'as. Any du'a we learn, and it is authentic, and these du'as both are authentic, both are mentioned in Tirmidhi. When we learn it, we read it, we propagate it, you become the beloved of Almighty Allah, and Almighty Allah will forgive you your sins. So it shows it's a win-win situation. Hence, when we go into Sajdai Tilawat, in Salat or out of Salat, so read, Allahumma ktubli biha indaka ajra. O Allah, record for me in lieu of the sajda reward, ya Allah. Wada'anni biha wizra. O Allah, you remove from me the sins that I have committed. We all are guilty nowadays. Waj'alhali indaka zukhra. O Almighty Allah, you make it a treasure for me in the year after. وَتَقَبَّلَا مِنِّي كَمَا تَقَبَّلْتَ مِنْ أَبَدِكَ دَاوُودِ We say alayhi salam. So ya Allah accept it from me as you accepted it from Nabi Dawood alayhi salam. Hadith in Tirmidhi and Hadith is Sahih, authentic Hadith and authentic Dua. Second Dua which is much more shorter and concise. Mustafa also says the Tilawat. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam said, Sajjada wajhi lilladhi khalaqahu fashakka sam'ahu wa basarahu bihawlihi wa quwwatihi. Then I make sajda. For Allah jalla wala who created my face, my entire body, and he gave me the faculty and granted me the faculty of hearing and seeing what is might and what is power. 
today when we make dua for jannah make dua for jannatul firdaus because once the muslim enters jannatul ma'wa nuzulam bima kanu ya'malun this is hospitality from almighty allah jalla wala everlasting bliss happiness and prosperity and the people who go to Jahannam and what our kufr and shirk and nifaq and hypocrisy, everlasting doom and gloom. So when we experience difficulties in this world, remember it has a silver lining. It's a blessing in disguise. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us and surely we will punish them, the smaller punishment. Not that death comes finished, not the bigger punishment where death comes, a person has an accident, a person is hijacked, a person is kidnapped, but that person knows he's involved in so many vices and evil, so Allah is giving him another chance. Remember, this is the smaller punishment. Come back to the right path and leave all the wrong things that you are doing. And thereafter, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala warns us, how many nations and people I have decimated, annihilated in the past. So you should take heed, O human being, and remember, today people will criticize us, people will make unsavory comments, fa'arid anhum, turn away from them, don't worry about them. Wantadir inna wumuntadirun. So you also wait and let them also wait and Almighty Allah will make it clear to everyone in our lifetime who is on haq and who is on batil. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What, what unsavory comments they made. And then, Ja'al-Haqqu wa-Zaqal-Batil. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala revealed the verse when Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered Baytullah da Kaaba Musharrafa. And we see on Fateh Makkah, when the conquest of Makkah took place, the whole world came to know what is the truth. And the Batil and the falsehood has to perish. Okay, a few announcements. Number one is, Today, Jummah Salat in Makkah Mukarrabah, the Khutbah Salat will be rendered by Sheikh Sudais in Makkah Madinah Munawwara by Fadila to Sheikh Huzaifi Hafidahullah. And remember that on my Jummah, I will be in the Mayfair Jummah Masjid, the big Masjid day in Hanover Street, inshallah. And tonight, inshallah, after Isha, I have a program here in Lens in Masjid Hamza, extension 9, after Isha, tonight, inshallah. And then last night I received a message. Our brother Ibrahim Gangat is very, very ill. He's got cancer. So may Almighty Allah Jalla Wala grant him Shifa Kamil. And may Almighty Allah Jalla Wala grant our brother Muhammad Ikhlas, his father, his wife, also is Shifa Kamil. Likewise, inshallah, that we will take the khutbah of Sheikh Sudais Hafidahullah from Makkah Mukarramah. And inshallah, we will translate it from Mayfair. So that is, inshallah, 10 to half past 10 is the announcements for Nikah. So send in your announcements to our reception or contact Mona Arafat directly. So inshallah, that can also be announced between 10 and half past 10 this morning. Our receptionist number is 010 
11004 so that's an easy way to remember it inshallah read abandon durood sharif and salawat upon nabiyul mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam surah kahf and surah dukhan and remember the ummah is going through difficult difficult times so between asr and maghrib whether we're at home whether in a masjid for the men so raise our hands and make dua allah mahfaz bilad al-haramain al-sharifain min kulli su'in wa makruh ya allah you protect the haramain sharifain from the enemies allah matahir al-majr al-aqsa min al-yahud al-ghasibin al-muhtalin ya allah you protect majr al-aqsa in palestine from the zionist apartheid regime and may almighty allah protect us in our country allah ma'aminna fi awtanina we know what's happening so yesterday I went to the home affairs. We had to wait five hours so before they could even start serving us because of load shedding so we can see how many problems there are, people are experiencing. So may Almighty Allah Jalla Wala bless us in our country. May Almighty Allah Jalla Wala make our hifazat and protect Ameen. us and Ameen. He Almighty Allah is the most merciful one to show mercy. Amin, 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 Summa, Amin. Ten minutes uh, to five, you are listening to As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Muftisab, let's go to the first question. Somebody sent a message. Why are two witnesses who are women equivalent to only one witness who is a man? Ustad. Almighty Allah Jalla has mentioned this in the Noble Quran and the rationale and the reason also is mentioned. Remember, Almighty Allah mentioned it in the context of business and so forth, but the law is across the board because the rationale is there at all times. So it's not confined to business. It is for all things that remember that you have two male or you have one male and two female. So why is that? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, فَرَجُلٌ وَمْرَاتَانْ مِمَّنْ تَرْضَوْنَ مِنَ الشُّوَدَىٰ أَنْ تَدْوِلَّ إِحْدَاهُمَا فَتُذَكِّرَ إِحْدَاهُمَ الْأُخْرَىٰ That the one woman forgets, then the other lady can remind her. So simple example I'll give you. You ask America. They say today they've got their 45th president and what have you. Ask America, how come in your history you have not had one president who is a female? Go ask the apartheid regime of Israel, how come you never had a female president ever in your history? So you can see in so many countries they have this problem as well. Because you must remember, the electorate do not even have that confidence. You know what happened with Hillary Clinton and so forth. They were sure they're going to win, but she ended up humiliated and disgraced. So similarly here as well, that remember the women, that they are memory, and they are all those things there, remember, will be a half, not a half, but it will be less. So compared to the men, so therefore we will say that you need two women and one male so that is the islamic law and if you look at even even today you will see that if you leave the decision with women the hadith in bukhari sharif that if they give over their matters to a lady and make her the leader president prime minister then that nation will never prosper you can just see what's happening in britain and brexit so you must remember it is time 
time for exit for them. So therefore, Islam says, and there's no need for us to be apologetic. We mention from Quran Sharif, we mention from the authentic ahadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and gave you examples in today's modern world. I always give this example simple. When today they speak of equality of the genders, I ask them, how come in tennis the men they play the best of five and the women they play play the best of three? You will see the whole world this is happening. So where is your equality? Very bad is your verdict. You're asking us, but you yourself, you got double standards. So you should be the last one to speak on this issue. Muftisap, let's go to the next brother. His name is Sechen. He says, I want to follow Islam. What is the process? Thank you very much, my brother Session. I'm not sure from which part of South Africa or other parts of the world you are. If you are, my brother Session, there in Durban. So remember, you just go to the Jamiat Ulama Kwazulu Natal. They are there in Alpine Road. And they will assist you. They'll give you literature. And the ulama, the scholars are there. And whatever you want to know about Islam, they will assist you. So wherever you are, my dear brother, dear sister, just go to your local ulama and scholars. And inshallah, they will show you the literature and whatever for free and gratis. And inshallah, you embrace Islam. Islam by them and thereafter they will have courses for you as well so that daily or weekly you can learn more and more about Islam and this is the miracle of Islam if you go to the BBC website and you see you will see the crosses are falling and remember the crescent is rising meaning the churches are closing and the masajid and masjid and the mosque are increasing so the more more people make propaganda the more Allah Ta'ala gives Islam to the people because they realize Islam is their natural home may all may Allah bless you and all of us were through Islam my brother's session Jazakumullah khairan for that Ustad Ustad let's go to the next question somebody is asking Mufti Saab can Muslim girls wear jeans and t-shirts Almighty Allah Jalla wa teaches us in the Noble Quran, Walibasu Taqwa Dalika Khair. That remember Muslims must wear the garments and the clothing of taqwa and piety. And that is the best. The clothing you wear is actually a sign of what is inside within us. So a Muslim must have haya, shame and modesty. Today when a lady wears jeans and she wears a top and then she's going outside and so forth. That is a sign of behayai in Islam. It's a sign of immorality, immodesty. It is a sign. She wants to imitate the men culture and the Western culture. So all this is condemned in Islam. And it speaks about the thought process of the lady, how insecure she feels when she dresses like a Muslimah and she's suffering from the inferiority complex. Hence, 
parents. It is not permissible in Islam and it is the duty of the parents, the mother and the father. It is the duty of the husband to ensure that their daughters, grandchildren, granddaughters, wife, so or wives, so must not be wear this type of clothing. In Islam, we have the dress of the lady and izar. In Islam, we have the abaya, we have the cloak. So remember, all this is enshrined in the noble Qur'an. You ladies, write these verses down and make mental notes. Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verse, today we did Surah 32. So remember, that is Surah Alif Lamim Sizda. So inshallah, as is Monday, we will discuss Surah Ahzab. So Surah 33 and verse 59, all Matyallah addresses this issue. Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 31, Allah Ta'ala speaks of this. Therefore, our mother Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, remember used to say, Allimu nisaakum surat nur, they teach your female surah nur, surah chapter number 24, in the 18 supara, 18 Jews. Allah jallawala grant tawfiq. Ustaz, somebody is saying that uh, there is a hadith, this is from Muhammad, Muhammad Riyadh, that when we suffer the punishment in the grave, there will be a blind man with hammer hitting us. Is this true? If it's true, how does, how does Stone Age people know about hammer? Remember that Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has mentioned in the Quran Sharif certain punishments. You take in the Quran is mentioned Surah 40, verse number 46. Write it down. Surah 40, verse 46. The Pharaoh and his cronies who drowned, that all Matyalla states, Annaru yu'raduna alayha ghudu wa wa'ashiyya. Every day they are being presented to them fire, morning and evening. Now, now as I'm speaking to you, it's happening. And all Matyalla teaches us in the next sentence, Surah 40, verse 46. وَيَوْمَ تَقُومُ السَّاعَ أَدَخِلُوا آلَ فِرْعَوْنَ أَشَدَّ الْأَذَابِ That when the day of justice is, now you must remember established, then they are commanded enter the worst form of punishment. So whatever is mentioned in Quran Sharif, in the authentic hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so you must remember that we must believe in it, even if it is supra-logical, we don't understand it with our puny little brains. So my brother, that here we already deduce there is a thing called Adabul Qabr. Therefore, if you open Mishka Sharif, there is a lengthy chapter called Ithbatu Adabil Qabr. There to believe in the punishment of grave. Grave does not mean that grave only. People die and the water in the ocean. Their bodies are not retrieved. People are cremated and their ash is thrown here and there. So Qabr means everything of that sort there. We call it Barzakh in the terminology of the Noble Quran. So there are millions of things that me and you, we don't know. 
So if you use your logic, so it means that the people don't know about rockets, they never knew about uh, missiles, they never knew about drones, so it means they must reject it. No, nobody will say that. So similarly, yeah, the ahadith of the hammer and all that, even Quran speaks of it. So remember, they'll be punished with this type of hammers and so forth. So all Almighty Allah speaks of this type of punishment. Yes. A question that is valid is this, that you can ask that the day of Qiyamah is Yom al-Hisab, the day of reckoning, and remember on that day the verdict will be passed. So how come they're already being punished and so forth? You see today, when a person is allegedly guilty, so they take him, they keep him in custody. So obviously now he's already in prison. So how much discomfort comes to him? Then the court case will come after one month, six months, four months, whatever the case is. So now people die, they are in custody. So obviously they start feeling the discomfort already. And by all Allah, they already know where they are going to land up. When it is a person of the Iman, he sees a window towards Jannah and Paradise. When the person died as a non-Muslim with blasphemy and polytheism and nifaq, the name can be Ahmed, Muhammad, Fatima, Zainab but they only had lip service and they did not have you must remember any iman so they land up in Jahannam they can already see their place in Jahannam, open Mishkar Sharif authentic hadith you will find I am 32 years old I have found a job at an insurance company here in Canada this insurance company deal with all kinds of insurance. So my request or my question is that if I work in that company, is that wages or salary is haram or halal for me? Can I work on this company or no, Ustad? Surah 5, Surah Maida. Go read Surah 5, Surah Maida, verse 2. The Quran Sharif has mentioned the golden principle you must cooperate in piety and righteousness. Do not cooperate in sin and transgression. If you study, my brother, in Toronto or Montreal, there you are in Canada. So we see that what will happen? You will be involved in gambling. You will be involved in interest. And all this is absolutely haram. Your income would be tainted, polluted, contaminated. Hence, it's haram for you to work in such places. You should try and do look for a simple job also just to get your Canadian dollars, but you know it is halal and tayyibah. So Allah will give you barakah. Allah will give you much more benefit and blessing in that what you will call a less wage compared to that tainted, polluted, contaminated income, which is haram. Uh, this is Israruddin from Canada. His name is Israruddin from Canada. Uh, let's go to Brother Umar. He says, can we greet a non-Muslim with Islamic greetings? Ustad. You as a Muslim cannot initiate the greeting and tell him, Assalamu alaikum, that's not permissible. So much so if he, Tom, Dick and Harry or Tom, Dick and Mary, who are non-Muslims, they greet you and say, Assalamu alaikum, like some non-Muslims do, then you have to just say, Wa alaik. You don't say the complete salam. So that is what Islam teaches us. Remember, Assalamu alaikum is only for us as Muslims. And remember that Mustafa Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, authentic hadith. 
that two things makes the Jews burn and they have so much jealousy and envy when the Muslims do that. And if you want the hadith open, Targheeb or Targheeb, you will find it there. That one is Assalamu Alaikum. I walked in there, I told Mona Arafat, Assalamu Alaikum. So I told you, Assalamu Alaikum. When Muslims meet, we say Assalamu Alaikum. And when we say Ameen, Ameen. So remember, this makes them burn with fury, rage and jealousy and envy. So this is authentic hadith in Targheeb or Targheeb. So therefore, we as Muslims are not allowed to initiate these type of greetings, our Islamic Muslim greetings for any non-Muslim. Somebody is saying that is it essential to give birth to a newborn baby as soon as delivered according to the Islamic guidelines? When the baby is born, the first thing you do is adhan in the right ear. And then the first thing the baby hears, the majesty, greatness, authority, sovereignty of all, in the left ear, the iqama will be given. And then the tahnik. Tahnik means you take the dates, you chew it, or the honey, and you insert it into the mouth of the baby, the pellet, tahnik, hanaka. So hanaka means that you let it go right to the pellet of the baby. And yes, normally what will happen is if she gave birth in the clinic or in the hospital, they normally give the bath and so forth. So that's good and it's obvious also and natural because when the baby is born, there is blood and napaki and impurity and so forth. So obviously you should remove all that. So you give the baby a nice bath and in that way the mother will then take the baby and that will be one of the greatest day in her life where she carried the baby eight months, nine months and today she gave birth to her nice, handsome, powerful, beautiful flower, mashallah. So which dua are you going to read? Allahumma faqihu fi deen. Ya Allah, give this baby deep, deep and profound understanding of deen. Wa habibuhu ila nas and make them beloved to humanity. That is the dua. Amirul Mu'mineen, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, made for Hazrat Hassan Basri radiallahu ta'ala. So make dua for all those who are ill and sick and for all those who have passed away. Allah jalla grant those who are ill and sick shifai kamil and those who have passed on. Allah grant them jannatul firdaus. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.